1: To me, Sine, that we recently did an episode about some comedy shows, what we do in The Shadows and the other two. Mm -hmm. And we've also recently looked at Russian Doll, like in the last year or two. That was that show. All those shows, comedy, sort of, you know, sitcoms, whatever, all feature Greta Lee. Mm. And she's really good in them all. But then she just comes along in this movie, a, a, a romantic drama, Past Lives, and knocks it out of the park. Mm hmm. No, no, just funny. Don't normally think you know guests on sitcoms are the ones who are going to come in hopefully win an Oscar for a mm. really grounded drama, but that just happened here, hey?
0: Yeah, she was in The Morning Show. I tried to give that a go recently. Um, also playing a not-very-nice character, sort of comedic, but, yeah, this is, like, next-level acting.
1: Yeah, wow. Hi there, this is I... Like you and movies. My name is Lonnie. Her name, as always, is Sine. How are you, Sine?
0: <laughs> I'm well, thank you.
1: Thank you for joining us on this Oscar season starts now, Sine.
0: What? No, you didn't give me any warning. <laughs> I wasn't ready. What do you mean it starts now?
1: Surely it starts now. The surely is going to clean up at the Oscars next year, right?
0: No, because no one will see it because people are stupid. <laughs>
1: Well, I saw it. I saw it first day it came out. I flew to Melbourne to see this movie.
0: Yeah. Solely for the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, There
1: were some other things I had to do, but mainly the movie. (laughs) (laughs) We watched this together at Sine's favourite cinema in all the lands. Mm -hmm. And... You know what? We have built it up in our minds. I watched the trailer and loved it, and I thought it was really... Sometimes the trailer can be much better than the movie, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In this instance, Sine, no. Both great. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed past lives. What did you think?
0: Now, I don't want the fact that I fell asleep the first time I saw this in the cinema, which is the wow. first time I've ever fallen asleep, I think, in a cinema. Um, I don't want that to reflect anything about this movie. It was me. It was what I was going through on the day. Nothing, not the fault of this movie. So I went back to see it after we saw it. Um, so I saw some bits twice and some bits for the first time. How lovely. <laughs> um, I think it's a perfect film.
1: Well, I think it speaks to how much you enjoyed the movie, that even though you, want, you were affected the first time, you wanted to go back and watch it the second time, right? Yeah. Like there are some movies you wouldn't bother. This one, if you had to go see again,
0: I mean, are there movies that I wouldn't bother? I'm not trying to undercut your point. I just think me as a person, I would always go back. But who knows? Maybe I wouldn't.
1: We saw Captain America: Civil War, and the fire alarm went off. During That's this last very five true. Minutes, That's true. You didn't bother going back to watch, did you? No, I didn't. Did. <laughs> so there you go. Very also, similar movies.
0: <laughs> People are saying um also t- didn't that guy be like oh you didn't have to leave oh okay yeah. so we'll just sit there while the fire alarm's going <laughs> telling us to evacuate not being able to hear the movie at all
1: yeah i don't uh, understand what but... a fire alarm is
0: think so
1: either. anyway no perfect maybe you say why do you say that to me
0: <sighs> because it had just the right amount of i don't know happy sad
1: happy sad would you say melancholy?
0: I would say melancholy. Yes, I said. <laughs> that is not the first time today. <laughs> um I, yeah, I really would. It was no, We're being
1: silly about this perfect movie. Okay, we stop be talking it. About it.
0: Well the problem okay. is we're recording too many podcasts in a row and we get silly All towards right. the end.
1: Okay. What's it t- well, should we talk about what it's about in case people got do this far? We're gonna get into spoilers, but just the general concept is can you are you, do you ever fall out of love? I guess is the is the central dramatic question here. Mm, also, and if you can't,
0: yeah, are some people meant to be together?
1: Yes, and but I think it is very much. It's in the title, and it's it's very much in the text. It's mm. about maybe if we're not in this life, maybe we're in others. Um... Maybe we're just not meant to be together now, but that doesn't mean forever and in every reincarnation
0: if you liked the bit in everything everything i wrote all at once where he said in another life i would have just really liked doing laundry and taxes with you Hmm. this is the that movie
1: it is it's very interesting coming at a time where multiverse um, is very much in vogue yeah this movie is discussing that element of the what if but not in a you know comic book movie but in a in a in a relationship driven movie because they these characters are confronted with the question of what if so many times, yeah. Both what if this didn't happen, and also like what if what I've got right now isn't what is what is right for me.
0: I we guess... should talk about what it's
1: about. So this this woman, she um, her family leave Korea when she's young, and she's got this connection with the the friend, and they're about twelve years old, and they they sort of have a. You know, they're crushing each other basically, as you do when you're twelve. After some time apart, they they sort of find each other online. They track each other down, and they have another connection building. But their lives are sort of drifting apart in different ways, and they they, they can't quite make it work. You know, for, for the most part, because they're different countries. Later on, they both moved on with their lives again, but they they reconnect, and then that question just keeps coming back in the back again doesn't it
0: yeah it's a it's a movie about like the one that got away you know and sometimes you have people who come in and out of your life repeatedly and for whatever reason timing situation it just doesn't work out i think you were talking about like alternate realities and stuff for me it, it it's like sliding doors right like Mm. Um, which I haven't seen in a long time, but essentially the idea that every choice that you make branches another fork in the road of what you could have done. And I know Mm -hmm. there are some scientists who talk about, like, the possibilities of, you know, real-life multiverse stuff In that if it's possible for anything to happen, then anything can happen. Um, But I don't want people to think that it's about that. It's not really. The the thing about the past lives is they talk about um, Inyon in the film which is a, a Korean belief that um, uh, I guess that people are meant to be together, or people have a connection. Um, well,
1: yeah, the, the concept is if you've come together in this life, it's because you've come together in previous lives too. Yeah, and if someone who's important to you now it can be was important to you previously and will be again. Yeah, um, to the point of people who are, you know, lovers, but also people who just passed you on the street and all. Come into contact yes. for a very brief moment in your life. So I think I think it's an interesting concept the 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 idea that we're all in this together, mm. and it's not and, and if you're together now, that means you've got a greater importance in in your your life. Not just you're together for a little bit now; it's because it's been foretold, mm. I and mean, we will be again.
0: It's interesting because we don't really have a Western equivalent of that that I I can think of. Like it's not really. A concept that we... I
1: guess soulmates to a degree.
0: I guess so, but it's not just romantic partners. It, it can be anything. So mm. I don't know. I just found that really interesting, the exploration of that. Um This movie actually reminded me of another movie that I love that I haven't seen in a really, really long time called Like Crazy with mm. Felicity Jones and Anton Yelchin and that movie is entirely improvised they were given scene structures essentially beats to hit but they, they improvise the dialogue and everything but in that movie and i'm sorry i'm going to spoil it if you don't want to know skip ahead a bit they similarly you know try to be together try and fail to make it work at different times in their lives and they finally at the end make it work and and they end up together But the question that the film leaves you on is sort of was it all worth it? Are they meant to be together? Mm -hmm. And that's sort of, yeah, the inverse to the ending of this film where they don't end up together. And Mm -hmm. that final sequence, I've seen it twice now and I I keep thinking about it. I've thought about it every day since I've seen it, that beautiful sequence where she walks into the Uber. It's all in one, one take and they just stand there sort of looking at each other do you reckon they would have kissed if the Uber hadn't come?
1: That's a good question, isn't it? It's a question, hey. It's also like what can you say to each other?
0: And also, you know, she walks back and just bursts into tears in front of her husband, her American husband. she's, (laughs)
1: She's kept herself so together for the whole movie.
0: Yeah.
1: And it all comes out.
0: And that's such a tragic thing, right? Like he knows that she's in love with him, with the Korean guy, and, you know, He knows that the Korean guy is in love with her and yet he loves her too and he doesn't want to let her go. But he can recognize in that moment that, I don't know, I just thought it was a really mature way to explore a relationship Mm. where he knows he's not her her soulmate. He even says, if I hadn't turned up at that writer's retreat, would we have gotten together? But You can make that argument about any relationship. Like if I hadn't gone to the same same school as another boy that I went to school with, would we have liked each other, you know, like – so much of life is situational and, and born out of those moments of connection. I don't think well, he, it, it makes sense to reduce it to just happenstance.
1: Well, it's funny because the, the idea is that if, if they Their question to each other is, if you hadn't moved away to America, would we have stayed together yeah. and you know, grown up into to fall in love as you know, childhood sweethearts? And, like, how often does that happen? Not very often, does it? No. The person you fall in love with at 12 isn't the one you marry. 20 years later so but it's because it's the what if because they don't know what would happen because she didn't stay that that is what sort of keeps their connection strong I think who knows they could have stayed in Korea and had a big fight and then never talked to each other again
0: yeah we dated for a month and then realized they didn't really like each other you know
1: absolutely and on the same sort of wavelength the the American husband starts Mm. to think about so I I sort of came into your life when you were quite vulnerable Mm. and we're at a writer's retreat and all these sort of Circumstances led to us having, you know, very, very um lovely, passionate sort of start to our relationship, and then as it went on, you needed a green card. We sort of fell into each other. Our careers sort of worked well together.
0: Mm.
1: So those decisions, well, they weren't really decisions in some ways. They just sort of happened that they happened to stay together. But the what if there is like, what if I hadn't come to the road of the treat, or what if our lives are different? We didn't need a green card. Maybe we wouldn't have got married. They seem happy together, but they they start to realise that a lot of their relationship has been decided for them or it's just been decisions they've sort of had to go with because of external factors. Yeah. I think that was really powerful to to have her in this relationship where they do start to question it. Like, they do love each other, but is it as passionate as the love you have for somebody who you were never really with? Because that's that's the pure sort of love that isn't complicated.
0: Well, because it's because it you don't know you know so yeah you romanticize it so much and you go what if we Mm. had done this and you know i don't know i just this whole film to me is such a mature look at relationships and it's you know it doesn't have a happy ending and sometimes in life relationships don't have a happy ending Mm. and sometimes there's com well there's always compromise in relationships you know like and it's just which compromise can you live with? Which one can you tolerate? I just, it, it. It's a perfect film. There's nothing that I would change. I think it's brilliant, and um, that final sequence made me cry as so much as it did the first time watching it. Like it's just so beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just, I, I want more people to see this. Like it's a, it's really great, really great.
1: It just shows you that a, a movie about just people chatting mm. and sort of going through internal conflict can be just as compelling as yeah. any sort of dramatic, thrilling you know, action movie or anything like that. You know, like it's mm. very watchable. This.
0: Yeah, and, and it does have elements of, you know, Richard Linklater's The Before series where they're wandering around mm. New York and just talking about their relationship and stuff, which is really beautiful. Mm. And, you know, I, I think um, we're not qualified to talk about it but I did appreciate you know there's this cultural element to their relationship as well where she keeps saying to her American husband like this this guy is so Korean he has really traditional Korean beliefs and like she's torn as well between is she Korean but she's living in America and her culture and and how connected she is to that and to her family as well there's more at play Mm -hmm. here for her than just it's just a relationship like seemingly the decision that she makes says something about her connection to her culture, I think, and she turns it into sort of meaning more than just being with this guy. It means that she has to embrace traditional values. It means she has to move home. Like, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know what I'm to say?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and more to the point, there, it wasn't her decision to leave Korea.
0: No, it's
1: something she's had to to deal with yeah. in her life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It seems like she likes her life, but then, yeah, what 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 would have been different if she hadn't? Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
0: There's also lovely commentary, like they go on a holiday, her and her American husband, and they don't mm-hmm. think that they're together, like the Border Border Patrol people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there are just some really interesting cultural challenges I guess in the film and I would be interested to hear what people who are American Korean or Korean people think about how that was represented and whether that's a mm. you know something that speaks to them about that pull and connection between two different cultures like never quite belonging in one place and never quite belonging at home
1: yeah and no, again not for us to comment on but I, I have seen um, similar commentary in the past which I can quote where it's like the immigrant experience means you're never, in this circumstance for her, it would be I'm not quite American enough for Americans, mm-hmm. but I'm also not Korean enough for Koreans yeah. as she grows up. So you're in both worlds, but you're never fully accepted by either.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Really tough to – but if that brings so much value, that perspective, because you you see the world in such a different way to to those people who would be solely in one one culture. Yeah, Yeah, and we should – goes without saying what we should say – well-directed, beautiful um, imagery. The performances Mm -hmm. that um, Celine Song, this is her first film, by the way, like first feature film. Yeah, like what? (laughs) Written written and directed by Celine Song, amazing. Um, Yeah, as I said, it's a a talking movie and a character motivations internally sort of movie, but I was gripped the whole time. Doesn't I say it's welcome to, 106 minutes. Love to see it. You too. (laughs) Um. tae as, as Nae-sung, who's the, mm-hmm. the, the Korean lover. Very attractive man. I'm going to put that out there, Sunae. So but ha, ha, has to do so much with just the looks and, you know, broken English for a lot of it in the, the New York yeah. side of things. Mm-hmm. But you can you can tell the connection they've got, the chemistry. Wow.
0: Yeah. It's another great scene where he she's in the bathroom and they're at that restaurant, the... American guy and Hei Song. And mm. What do you say? What do you say to the love of your life's husband? <laughs>
1: like, I know.
0: You can't. Like, well, Yeah. And you all know. You all know what's happening is the other mm-hmm. thing. Like everyone's very – there's no um, infidelity or, or, or secrets. They all know that they're in love. They're just choosing not to be together essentially.
1: That's it. you you so right there, Sinead. So like this could be – a very soap opera-ish sort of thing where everyone's betraying each other and slapping him and fighting the boyfriend and, you know, it gets into that sort of stuff. Or, like, you know, fighting for her. Yeah. Whoever wins is going to be going to win the girl and I'm going to take her back to Korea or I'm going to keep her here in New York. and like no, Or the husband's it's awful like
0: and it's like, obviously Why the choice is clear, yeah. but it's, no, it's not that at all. Mm-hmm. It's really complicated mm-hmm. and realistic. and it's yeah, much more interesting. Absolutely it is. And I don't think we get that perspective often enough in Western films. I don't think Mm. Hollywood-produced films are confident enough to leave us with a really complicated story like this and have us make up our own minds, truly. There's a um, lovely quote here I just wanted to read from Manola Dargis, Mm. who wrote the New York Times. She compared the film to French romantic cinema, complimenting its restraint in the presentation of its main Main themes, she said. The movie's modesty, its intimacy, human scale, humble locations, and lack of visual oomph is one of its strengths. The characters, oh sorry, there there are a few big look at me details. I think like yeah, they're in they're in New York and they see the Statue of Liberty, but they're not like in Times Square. They're just it's just sort of there, you know, simmering in the background. And Peter Bradshaw from the Guardian Mm. also compared the film to Richard Linklater, Noah Greta Gerwig. Absolutely. You know, a story that could only exist because of modern circumstances but feels timeless in its approach. Mm. How does someone choose between two lovers, one that represents the most fruitful days of youth and the other someone she has grown to love as part of her reality? Um, Celine Song examines these critical conversations through the perspective of an immigrant story. It's so beautiful. I mean, you said up top, like, Oscar, do you reckon... (sighs) I just don't think Hollywood's going to give it to a movie like this. As, as I think it'll as get sounds.
1: best original screenplay. She'll get over some noms for best picture and best director as well. But Oppenheimer's coming up. Kill yeah. the Far Moon coming up. I know no, we don't want to be like, obsessed with like, the, the horse racing aspect of the award season. Like, yeah, that's not the main thing. It's about celebrating good movies, and we're celebrating this one right now. But it would be great to have this sort of film recognised, wouldn't it? You really would be. Barbie? Yeah. No way.
0: <laughs> well, I just, you know, Barbie could never, you know. It, I know it's not trying to, but, like, could never be what well, this if, movie
1: is. If Margot wins for Barbie, that's not fair on her career. <laughs> Let's face it. She did a great job, but it, it'd also be unfair if Greta Lee gets overlooked for this.
0: Absolutely. She,
1: she keeps this movie together yeah so graceful
0: yeah and it's just like it is a really quiet and slow movie and um a lot of it like you said is in looks or in just little affectations Mm -hmm. that they do like he brings he gives her his breakfast because he knows she wouldn't have eaten and you know just i don't know it's just it's really beautiful it's a really beautiful film it's a tough one like i'm not gonna sit here and be like yeah everyone go see it you know I think you do have to sort of prepare yourself to feel some sadness um, from the movie, but I think that it's worthwhile feeling that sadness to sort of appreciate the story.
1: Yep. If if you're in the re- mood for melancholy, well, this is the sort of movie you know. <laughs> yep.
0: What are you laughing at? Nothing.
1: That's how Gilroy say that word.
0: <laughs> is it?
1: Isn't it Dan Gilroy in that that video? Oh,
0: it is too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm guessing five stars for you tonight.
0: Five stars, perfect film. Wouldn't change a thing. Wow. wow. Final sequence, one of the best I've ever seen. Wow. You?
1: Are you still there in that final sequence though? Like, what they say about Kendall Roy? He's in a silent scream forever. Oh no, yeah. Like how do these characters move on?
0: Well, they don't. They just hope that time makes it hurt less.
1: Yeah. <sighs> like a couple years on the tracks. Like, remember that weekend your ex-boyfriend turned up and we like <laughs> our whole lives were turned upside down? Yeah. Oh, uh, what, what do you, what did you think else? Sorry, just another mm-hmm. quick funny question towards the end after we've you didn't rate deeply it, by the way. about this movie. Five stars, obviously. Oh, cool. What about when she said – they were talking about their previous lives and she's like, Mm. maybe you're the branch that I (gasps) sat on the tree. What did you think of that line? I thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah, because he's like, maybe we were, you know, maybe servant and princess or I can't remember the Mm. examples.
1: And she's like, no, maybe you'll think I was standing on. Yeah. Okay, lady. Yeah.
0: And how he is in that moment, like he saw them as equal, but maybe she saw – him as a thing she needed to get on top of or, or a way to move on or, and up to better things. Mm.
1: Um you could read that you also read it as you're there supporting me no yeah. matter what.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, this is definitely we're buying this when it's on Blu-ray, aren't we?
0: Oh for sure. I hope that's a director's commentary. Like I really want to hear that mm. everything about mm. it. Um yeah like it really is that that moment we love so much and Everything Everywhere All At Once, that little reality is is what this movie is. Two people who loved each other who didn't end up together is what that scene is, you know, in Everything mm-hmm. Everywhere All At Once, and that's what this movie is. Mm. It's, I don't know, maybe it's something to do with us getting older, that we're appreciating more mature looks at relationships or more complicated, realistic views of it. What do you I mean, think? I I think
1: that's true to a certain degree, but also... Mm-hmm. You loved like crazy when you were a teenager, right? And that's true. Five, five days of summer with one of her faves from yeah, from our that's youth. also
0: true. Yeah. Okay, so we're just cynical, sad boys and girls.
1: We've got a touch of melancholy about us.
0: <laughs> You've got to stop, <laughs> because no one's <laughs> going to understand that.
1: I'm saying the word. <laughs>
0: and everyone's gonna like (laughs) message me and be like why didn't you correct lonnie like that was really embarrassing that he couldn't pronounce (laughs) it okay okay we're silly we've recorded too many in a row sorry this this movie deserved a better podcast it's it's brilliant and perfect and uh, wonderful we've we've been good
1: about it i think it's been great yeah we we can't recommend this enough we were really excited about it coming up and then we watched it we i think we had built it up but it it beat yeah, their it expectations. Did. It did,
0: right? Yeah. I remember us talking about Barbie and being like, were well, our expectations too high? But mm. this just goes to show that you can have high expectations and a film can deliver on that. You exactly know, right. you don't always get a great experience by having your expectations really low and being surprised. That's a great way to make it happen more often than not. But mm. it is possible to be excited for something and for it to be as good as you were hoping it would be. It's mm. an optimistic note to end the pod on. Yeah, I wow. think
1: so. I mean, yeah, I think the movie is all about what ifs, but at the mm-hmm. end I think my, my biggest takeaway was like it's also about the decisions you make and the way you live with those decisions. And so I mm-hmm. think they were tempted by this what if question, but then they have to go back to their lives. They and have to
0: go back to reality and realise yeah. well, that's not going to work though, is it? Like, yeah, yeah, we can love each other, but practically how's that going to work? What, you come here? You're at home in Korea. I can't go to Korea. My life is here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not going to work as much as we want it to. It's just not going to work.
1: Well, I think then, and the husband's got to deal with the fact that yeah. yeah, she's got this amazing connection with somebody else, but she has chosen to be with me.
0: Exactly. So yeah. that is
1: that is that is that's the main thing here that we're together right uh, now.
0: I anyway. I do love that about the film that you can sit with it and think about it over yes. and over again, you know, like it it does definitely reward a second viewing, which I found out from part of it, but it also rewards just thinking about it and thinking about what it was mm. trying to say. And the fact that we've mm-hmm. come up with, you know, four or five different central questions to the movie goes to show that, well, it's much deeper than just a movie about a relationship, you know.
1: Absolutely. I mentioned to you just before as well, Celine's Song, she's married to a guy called Justin uh, Justin Karitsky's. And he has. He's a writer, and he's also written the upcoming um, challenges, maybe with Zendaya, mm-hmm. and that also seems to be about a it um, does love too. triangle. Yeah, so what's going on with these these <laughs> two? <laughs> yeah, we yeah, haven't seen it. Yet, obviously, it's been it's been pulled and pushed back because of strikes and whatnot. But very keen on that one.
0: They're keeping Mike faced from me. I'm not pleased about it. <laughs>
1: But we'll, we will look at that in the future. And as we said, Oscar season's coming right up, so we've sort of got a little taste of that, how that's going to play out now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a big back catalogue. We do the Oscars every year. We do TV shows in between. We do big blockbusters. Pretty much anything you ever want out of a podcast to do with movies and TV, we do it, okay?
0: Do they want anything else that we're not delivering on?
1: No, we're doing it for everything great.
0: Do do us and the podcast listeners do we have do we have Inyon? Because they're connected to us by listening Possibly. To podcast?
1: Maybe in a previous life we were the town criers and they were the townsfolk.
0: <laughs> hear ye hear ye. <laughs> Alright. We're getting silly.
1: Alright. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, in the meantime though, goodbye.